Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast. I'm Kenny Vaughn. I'm here with my wife, Tammy. Hello. And we're talking about, as you know, how to live a loving life. And today, of all things, because we're, we're trying to tell you, we're not talking about the feeling of love and the romance of love and all that good stuff. We're talking about love, what love really is. And we're going we're gonna to tackle this alpha male business. Um, it's, it's like out of control and everywhere. And I don't like it. <laughs> so, so, uh, because I don't, I don't think it's healthy. And, uh, I was talking to Kennedy, our son, we were, we're, he was, he's learning to drive and he was driving me somewhere the other day. And I know he's on social media some, and, and, and you can't be anywhere without hearing about it and seeing it. And I, I don't want him to get led astray. And so, I started chatting with him about it, and after our talk, I thought, you know, we should. I should do a, a Instagram video. I felt like I maybe do a sixty-second video on there, just take a stab at it and see, you know, how what people are thinking. And the, the video got you know, several hundred thousand views, and it got you know five hundred comments. And every time I tackle this subject, the the alpha alpha males come for me. You know, like they're like they're they're. I, I must be a beta, and I must be uh, all these different things, and, and and so the 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 uh, Kenny BC before Christ. You know, the the old Kenny rises up every time. I'm always like, hey, I want to text him my cell number and just say, hey man, why don't you just give me a call, tough guy? You know. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, it always stirs uh, stirs a lot of stuff up, and I, so I want to talk about what I think it's rooted in. Why I think it's uh, it's garbage. Um, I'm not. I'm, if, you, if you listen to some of the previous podcasts, you know I'm I'm not for uh, man, men or anyone being passive. You know, pass passivity is obedience to fear by doing nothing. It's a, it's a, I don't care. Everything that nothing matters. I'm just gonna sit here and try to have my own peace or whatever. I don't care about anything or anyone else any, anymore. And but the flip side of the same coin is this pride and uh, or this alpha male approach of, uh, you know, I'm going to be strong, I'm going to be bad. And what, the reason I think he gets so much traction is because, you know, young men grow up and, and they become adult men in age and in size and in stature before they have become a man, you know, on the inside. And, and all men do this. So what, where they end up is they end up, there's still a lot in a lot of ways a little boy on the inside, and hopefully for the rest of their lives there'll still be a boy inside there, you know, um, and you know. But I'm not, and I'm not talking about all the inner child stuff, by the way. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, we we can all uh, connect to you know our childhood and and just go play and have fun and all that good stuff. But but there's still you know when they're in their late teens and early twenties, there's still a lot of boy left in there. But they're being they don't know what they're going to do next. They don't know how to do it. They don't, they don't know how they're supposed to handle it. It's a very intimidating world. Everything's coming against them, and they're not sure what to do. They're trying to be respectful of adults, but then they're trying to be an adult, and, and then they get started getting saddled with responsibilities of life and, and, and before long family, families and everything else, and then and they, don't, they, don't, they haven't matured into that. They don't know what to do with it, so they're afraid. And they, I think they realize their own vulnerable, vulnerability, and and that is real and that is true. And but then what they do because they're not sure what to do with that they'll do they'll do a couple one of a couple things. They'll either take the passive route, 
where they're like, um, they'll become very sheepish and they'll, they'll kind of hide because they're not sure what, how to do, how to act, what, what, you know, what's the right thing in any situation or, or whatever I'm dealing with, or they'll, in their sheepishness, they'll decide that they're going to be a tough guy. You know, that they're, you know, they've got a bigger body now and they, they got, maybe they get a little muscle or whatever it is. And they start becoming this, this tough guy. And I, I'm going to throw a quick story in here. I wasn't playing on this, but it, it, I'm, it came to my mind, so, but it paints a great picture. I had a friend one time and I had two buddies that were being picked on. They were, they were being picked on by two other guys in a parking lot. I didn't know who, I just saw four guys is all I saw. And two of the guys were getting kind of kicked around and the, and they weren't defending themselves in much of a way. And the other two guys were bullying them. And so I came sliding in over there and to see what was going on. Well, the two guys that were getting kicked around were two of my buddies that, that they weren't, you know, they weren't fighters. Right. And the other two guys that were kicking them around were my buddies that were fighters. And one of them was, he was a big guy, but he was, not a fighter, but he was, he decided he was going to be a tough guy and he's going to start fighting his way along. He's going to be an alpha male, you know? And so this is what happened. I went, I went up, I broke it up and I pulled him aside and I look, I'm looking up at him cause he's like six, eight, you know, <laughs> and I'm looking at him, looking up at him. And I said, man, what are you doing? And, and he, he put his finger over his lips and he said, shh, don't say anything. And I was like, what? What? What do you mean? And so, so, but here's the picture I'm painting. It wasn't at all who he was. And he didn't need to, to pretend to be a tough guy and start fighting. He just didn't know what else to do. And so, as so young men, as they, as, as they mature, you know, they get stuck in this place where we're not, not sure which way to go and they feel insecure. And so you got all these guys that are coming on your social media and they're telling them, hey, take your shirt off, go work out, you know, smoke some cigars, drink some more whiskey and and start pushing people around. And, and because you're an alpha male, you're you're you, you got to be an alpha. You got to be out front. You got to be a boss and you got to you got to do this and that and the other. And what happens is they they go start doing this because they don't know what else to do. And if you look at any of the leaders of this movement, here's what you're going to find. I mean, especially the top tier ones. Um, they were like my buddy that put his finger over his mouth and said, shh, don't say anything. They were bullied a little bit. They, they, they were unsure of themselves. They were afraid. They didn't know what else to do. So they put on this mask and this identity of this alpha male. They worked out. They trained hard. They got good at something. And then they started acting like they were the king of the, of the, of the hill. And, and they start believing the lies they're telling themselves that that they're invincible, you know that that they're so strong. And the truth is that it's it's all pride and it's all foolishness. And in the end, it burn it always burns its own kingdom down. So the reason I come against it, the reason I'm always saying these things is because I don't. I, I, when I do, I get a lot of direct messages from young men and they're like, thank you for saying something because I wasn't sure what to do. And I know a lot of these young men and I know what they're doing and I see them and they're starting to try to mimic these guys and they become something that destroys their own families and all of their own relationships. It's obedience to fear. It's just the opposite of this passivity. And so I've been trying to think about, you know, well, how do I paint a picture of, you know, 
why this is wrong and how in the end it doesn't make you strong, it makes you weak. And what's the right thing for a young man to do? And I think the right thing for a young man to do is, first of all, to do everything he does is unto the Lord. Like, you got to get God first. And then whatever it is that you know how to do, you need to do that as unto the Lord with humility, not with arrogance, not with bravado, not with all this other garbage. There's no strength in arrogance. There's no strength in bravado. There's no strength in not wearing your shirt to do your podcast. You know, there's no strength in any of that. You know, the strength is on the inside. And strength is found in, in humility. And, and so these young men need to, they just need to be okay with not being sure. You're not enough. All right? And neither is any alpha male enough. Nobody is enough. I don't care. The more you pretend like you're enough, when you know you're not, the worse it gets. And you end up hurting, because what happens is, you know, you, you pretend like you're enough when you know you're not, and the people around you start figuring out you're not enough. And whenever they suggest to you in any way, shape, form, or fashion that you're not enough, what are you going to do? You're going to crush them. So you start crushing everybody. And you're wrecking all your relationships. So I'm thinking, well, what's a like? What's a biblical like? What does the Bible say about alpha males? Well, I never seen the word alpha male in the Bible. But guess what? Like I would argue, maybe the world's greatest example of an alpha male is in the Bible, and his name was Goliath. He was what the 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 picture of the alpha male movement, and what did God use? to place him where he should be shepherd boy a little shepherd boy like god could have used another giant he could he could use anybody he wanted why would he use a shepherd boy a humble and meek shepherd boy to put him in his place and i I think to try to to try to paint a picture for us that all that all that stuff is weakness and it makes you a fool but let's um you got first samuel up and so we're going to, Tammy's going to read a part of the, the story of Goliath. And, and I just want to tell you, I think that, that two things are at play here. One, Goliath's pride made him an easy, soft target. And alpha males are easy, soft targets. Like, they, like they, in the end, they always burn down their own kingdom. Eventually, when you think you're enough and you convince yourself that you're enough, I will 100% guarantee you it's only a matter of time before you figure out that was a lie. Mm-hmm. You're going to face something. You're not enough. And whenever, so when, when, when you depend totally and completely on yourself and you find out it's not enough, what are you going to depend on now, tough guy? Like, that's the end of the rope. You know, I mean, I mean it's an ugly place to be. But if you depend on God, it may appear as weakness, now, because you're, you're not all the bravado and everything, hey, yeah, I am weak in certain areas, but I trust God. Whenever you come to the end of your rope and you're not dependent on yourself, you're dependent on Him, you can ride out anything, you know? And so, but anyway, let's, let's, let's uh, hear a little bit about Goliath from uh, 1 Samuel. And this, it begins 1 Samuel 17 and verse 38, and King Saul is... Uh, dressing David in his coat of armor. So this is what's going on right now. It says, Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. 
I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. Can you hang on right there for a second? I'm sorry, I got to interrupt. <laughs> so so when I'm hearing this, I'm going, okay, here you got David. He He's a boy who's been tending sheep. He's got a, he knows how to use a staff and a slingshot. Mm-hmm. That's it. But he has fought a lion, and he won, mm-hmm. right? So he has won some small. He had well, I don't know, even small. He has won some pretty decent battles, right. even though he's just a. a, a I think the Bible says he's a ruddy little boy with with fresh skin and or whatever else, you know. And so and so, what do, what is Saul going to do, and what is everybody else going to do? They like you know, if you're going to go fight the giant, you got to at least look up yeah yeah you got to suit up in all this alpha male gear you know what i mean you got you got to look tough you got to be strong you gotta, and it may be to protect you maybe whatever but what does the boy do he he puts it all on and he says man i don't know how to use this stuff and it's keeping me from using what i do know how to mm-hmm. use like i only i got only i'm only have a couple of things that i've worked hard on and and i'm not talking about not working hard by the way you know if you're if you're going to do what you do Whatever, take the gifts you have and use them as unto the Lord. You should be out working everybody else. You know, this isn't so you can be strong. This is for someone who laid down his life for you. You know, I mean, you you should be working harder than anyone. So he had mastered what he had, and 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 I don't know. I just I love that when he says, you know what, I can't wear all this mm-hmm. stuff. I gotta go, like I gotta go with what I got. Mm-hmm. All right, but go ahead. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand approached the Philistine. Meanwhile, the Philistine, with his shield bearer in front of him, kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was little more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome, and he despised him. He said to David, Am I a dog? that you would come at me with your sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. Hang on. We got to stop again. I'm sorry. <laughs> so so look at Goliath. This is, And this is what I mean. You start believing. You, you, you convince yourself how strong you are. You know, this guy had just prayed around 40 days, I think, wasn't it? For days, he paraded around, is anybody strong enough to come face me? Is anybody willing to come fight me? And and no one would do it. And and so you start believing in your own strength. And so this kid comes down there, and instead of seeing the real threat that just walked onto the battlefield, Mm -hmm. even though he's just a boy with a staff and a slingshot and a stone, he knows how to use it. I mean, he's taken what God has given him, and he's honed it. And, and, and Goliath's completely blind to that because of his own pride. Because what, what does he see? He's like, oh, first of all, he's upset that he's a handsome young man. Mm-hmm. So he really, like, he, like, Goliath's probably not handsome. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now I'm a, I'm, I, so he starts running his mouth. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to feed you this and that and the other. And what's he doing? He's just, make, he's just walking right. But anyway, we'll see what he was doing. Go ahead and yeah. keep reading. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel." All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear 
that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. Yeah. And I don't know why, but I love the fact that he ran towards him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? He's like, but he, he David, David, I think, I just feel like David, David knew the threat he faced. I don't think David knew he would win. You know, I, I think he's probably was like the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm-hmm. You know, when they, before they went in the furnace, they didn't, you think they have all this, so much faith that they know what's going to happen. But then you hear them say, our God will deliver us, but even if he doesn't, right. we will not bow to your idol. And I, I think David was saying, you know what, I think God will deliver me. My God will deliver me, but even if he doesn't, I'm not going to back down to yeah. to this. I'm and, running into the battle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm running in, right? And, he run, and, and, and Goliath, in all his strength, all his might, all his power, was defeated in a split second mm-hmm. by a boy, a shepherd boy. With a rock, and a slingshot, and a staff, mm-hmm. and no armor, and no nothing, and so God didn't tell us that story for no reason, right? There's a lot of reasons that, that story's in God's word, but I think one of them is to remind us that the truth makes us strong, and lies make us weak. Mm-hmm. And when we start believing our own lies of how invincible we are, how strong we are, that we're the alpha, that when we start putting ourselves first. All of that isn't being done in obedience to fear. And it's not the truth, and it makes us weak. Mm-hmm. And the truth is you need to take what God's given you. So young men out there, if you're listening, you, you, the, the last thing on a strong man's mind is being an alpha male. There is no such thing as a man who calls himself an alpha male who is also strong. Everything he has built is built on weakness. If he's truly strong, he'll be the first one to tell you that he's vulnerable and that he's not enough, Mm -hmm. but that he has learned that with God, all things are possible and that he will serve him and he will use what he has to the best of his ability for God, for his kingdom, for his neighbor. And he believes his God will deliver him, but even if he doesn't, he will not bow to the idol of fear. Mm-hmm. And by battle to the idea that we we have to be monsters and uh, alphas and bully our families, because I'll, I'll wrap this up with this. You know, I watched. I grew up in a really neat neighborhood. It's called Sherwood Forest, of all things, named after Robin Hood. But there were several uh, several families in the neighborhood. And growing up, um, you know, I kind of got to witness all my buddies and a lot of the different families. And there was kind of basically, I would say. For the most part, there was two types of families in that neighborhood, and I think it was a picture of every neighborhood in the world, probably for sure in the United States. There was two types of families. There was there was one type of family where the dad was just incredibly passive, you know, just kind of anything went, and, and mom kind of had to do the disciplining, and dad just you know sat on the couch and watched TV or ate or whatever he did, and nobody really even knew him, you know. He was just very passive. 
And I didn't know why at the time, just kind of how it was. And then there was another type of neighborhood, uh, house and families in the neighborhood where the dad was just incredibly domineering. And he was like, he crushed anyone that um, didn't respect him. He demanded uh, all his respect. You know, he was an alpha male, essentially, you know, um, and he led with fear. And both of those dads, the passive and the strong one, um, they really made it hard on their wives and their children. I happened to live in a home where I would argue my dad was the strongest man in the neighborhood. Like, bar, like he's probably the strongest man in the city, maybe the state, and maybe the country. Mm-hmm. And he protected his family. Like, there was, there was, maybe I could best say it like this. A lot of those families didn't feel real safe around their dads. But every kid in the neighborhood felt safe around my dad. Mm -hmm. And the safest place a woman and her children should ever feel should be in the presence of their father. And that that does mean he's willing to fight for them. Doesn't mean he's willing to lay down his life for them. But it doesn't just mean he's willing to lay down his life to protect them from others, but also to protect them from himself that he's willing to set himself aside, lay his life down, not just die for his family, but live for him. He's willing to live for his family. And so that's the challenge, young men. You, 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 you just don't worry about not being enough. You're not, and it's okay. God's enough for you. Mm-hmm. He's enough for all of us. So you, 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 don't, you don't have to prove yourself, but you do need to get up and you need to go because you have a calling and you have a purpose. David had a purpose. That little boy, David's purpose, God didn't decide his purpose that day on the battlefield. God created him for that purpose. Mm -hmm. And God created you for a purpose. And you want to know how to find your purpose? You you put God first, and then you start doing the very best you can with what you have. And if all you have is a staff and a slingshot, you do the best you can with that. And if you'll do that, God will choose you mm-hmm. and he'll push you out front and you and all the rest of that stuff will take care of itself. And, and you'll find yourself actually maybe not being enough, but being strong and as strong as any man can be. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Well, till next time. And I know all the uh, alpha males be coming for me. Y'all can <laughs> DM me. I'm, I'll give you my cell number too. <laughs> <laughs> I like talking to him. I like to lock horns with him every now and then. But anyway, <laughs> trust God's word no matter what. And keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to The Right Fight Podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.